Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Here we go. It is Follow the Money on VSEN, the sports betting network. All of our coverage, ongoing coverage here today and this week for the DraftKings Network Super Week continues from the Circa Resort Casino. And the start of the show is brought to you by 1 800 Flowers. DraftKings official flowers for Valentine's, and we have a loaded show coming up over the next three hours, including great, uh, great guests a little bit later on. The first hour and 45 minutes, you get the two of us. The last hour and 15 minutes of the show, you're going to get really, really good guests, and there is so much to talk about, obviously, with the game coming up on Sunday, Pauly. However, we do need to begin with what took place last night <laughs> with the NFL awards and some of these uh, long bombs that came in and some of the votes and how it was like eh, razor thin, how they got there. First, the obvious, everybody, you know, pretty much close to unanimous. Lamar Jackson got 49 first place votes. Josh Allen got one <laughs> for the Bills to win the MVP. Everybody knew that Lamar was going to win that based on how the regular season finished. So McCaffrey took home offensive player of the year. Miles Garrett, defensive player of the year. We kicked that around yesterday. The NFL Network uh, did a poll. This was after the regular season was over with, and it was a recent vote. They actually gave it to T.J. Watt, Defensive Player of the Year, and not Miles Garrett. But the tickets that matter and the vote that uh, obviously means the most to your bank account and to your uh, betting accounts would be Miles Garrett winning that award last night. Then you get down, you know, Stroud was obvious. He had to hold off Nakua at the end, which he did. But then you get down to three awards that were a little dicey, didn't know how it was going to go. 
And Will Anderson got there. So that minus 20,000, which was completely fugazi on Jalen Carter down the stretch, oh. proved to be true. And uh, there was that was very close, by the way. Anderson, 16 pl- uh, first-place votes. Kobe Turner almost won the award. He had 14 along with Jalen Carter. That was a good call by you, pointing that out late in the season. Number one, he can't be this big of a favorite, and I don't think he should win the award, you kept saying, because of how bad the Eagles' defense was playing and, and that Anderson was coming on. So that, that was a, a good observation as well. There was one better who would have won $700,000 if Carter wins the award. I saw He that. had the other four going back when he bet him. He had McCaffrey, he had Jackson, he had, right? But, uh, that, and I, that was placed way before, yes, right. like before the yes. season started. And, I mean, some of those were questionable. The one that he thought he had locked in in, like, probably December was Jalen Carter to win. Yeah, the biggest favorite on the board. Um, but the, the two, and I was asking for the tickets before the show, and they're still coming in. They will not stop. And as luck would have it, most of them were placed at DraftKings with the Flacco and the Stefanski. Now, Ryan's was, I saw Ryan's 12-1 to 1 with two weeks left in the season because they still had to have that big game and beat the Colts. Uh, and they had the big road win, and then, of course, they play in the playoffs, and Ryan's beats them. But Stefanski wins by one vote for Coach of the Year, and he was 25-1, to 1. but your big boy is Flacco. And Adam Chernoff, before the season and during the season, saying, I'm not sure, I don't know, Hamlet doesn't get on the field, can they give it to him? And even last week, Flacco saying, I can't win what I come back from. I can't win comeback player of the year. But the Army... And all the listeners to have this guy. And all these tickets are at least 50, 100 to 1. That's the thing. And for Lombardi to come on the network and talk about it, he was 250 to 1 at his highest uh, uh, odds. But most people here that follow and listen to the show, having that guy at 100 to 1, and that comes in. And you know, keep sending the tickets in too, because good for you guys. Not only the Stefanskis, but I'm blown away by all the people that have the Flacco tickets. All right, so let's go back on this award to before the season started. Uh-huh. When we brought this up, going over all the previews, Peter King, uh, he, he said in his season preview, DeMar Hamlin is going to win the award if he takes one step. He said the award is over with. And we're like, okay, all right, well, I guess we'll take him for his word. And I was making the case, like, when he was plus 230, give me five figures on that at least, because at the end of the year, I'll scoop that up and have an amazing end of the year to the football season. Was never able to even get down on plus 230. The award was never offered here in Las Vegas. So eventually I did get Hamlin. They took a very small bet. I laid minus 250 on it. I thought he was going to win the award until December, until this story started to pop with Joe Flacco. We brought it up and we said, I went back and looked. It was December 11th. And we specifically pointed out that if you have DeMar Hamlin here on future tickets, you might want to grab a piece of Joe Flacco. I'm personally depressed over this, even though I had Flacco 101, a piece of it. You want to know why? It was not available anywhere in Las Vegas. I did not convince myself to drive to Arizona to make a bet. So talking to buddies in different states, asking if they can get down. My one friend was able to get down, and I said this on the air when it happened on Joe Flacco. The sportsbook gave him $20. And by the way, he had to bet it twice because they gave him 10 bucks a pop. Oh, boy. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah. So, But I've also seen tickets, multiple tickets, by the way, on bettors who had Flacco at 100 to 1 for 500 yeah, I know. How does that work? Yeah, yeah. I know. Isn't that, isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's Good for fun. you, man. That's a, yeah. it's a great day. Yeah. What a night last night for you, then, if you had Flacco that I, big a ticket. I saw that, that Hitman guy had it for $50,000. 
what his ticket paid, but yet, are you betting at faraway places and are you other people betting it for you? But uh, Jimmy Crack Corn, I mean, that, that's incredible. But that goes back to how we're behind the times and, and the menu's weak sauce out here, and, uh, and that's unfortunate with the limits too. And this was, he got as low as plus 110. And then the Hamlin stuff came in late, and he got to minus 450, which also was probably people hedging uh, to lock in a profit as well. Uh, and, and even we talked about it yesterday that on the NFL.com website, Flacco was third. Baker Mayfield doubled him up in right. votes. So the other thing you have also here, too, is, is how it broke because people left Hamlin off entirely. That's another reason this was decided. Yeah. Hamlin had eight more first place, eight first place votes more than uh, Flacco. But what was it? Seven people didn't have him first, second or third with the new voting system. Are you surprised by that? Yes, that surprises me. Are you surprised that Flacco won? Yes. Did they get it right, though? I, I, I would still agree with what Peter King said because it was the same thing with Alex Smith. If you're looking at what are you coming back from, nobody can top Hamlin. But I understand that you didn't make an impact. You only had, what, three tackles on the season right. and, and weren't out there. But I, it's hard, too, because Flacco was on his couch. He's watching Sunday Ticket. He's mowing Sal's lawn, and, and now, uh, the, the phone grids. I, I have to be honest. If I'm an award voter, that's a, it's a tough call because the guy died on the football field. <laughs> yes. So he doesn't have to do a lot in order to get my vote. But the Flacco story was amazing. Uh-huh. I, think about what he was like with the Jets the year before. That was terrible. Awful. Yeah. Couldn't play. And then he comes back. They desperately needed help at quarterback because they had so many injuries. And this guy's like letting it rip, and they made the playoffs, and it was an – they were like throwing for 300 yards every single game. Yeah. It's a tough call. It is. Because I, it's yeah. th- he didn't make an impact, though. So it's truly, it was what Peter King said, though. Well, he's out there, but he's hardly out there, and he doesn't make an impact. Alex Smith, at least, after almost having his leg amputated and 15 surgeries, whatever it was, big reason why they made the playoffs. That's true. He won some big games for I, him. Yeah, man. But so, this guy didn't make an impact, and Flacco made a huge impact and was the reason they were in the playoffs. And then Stefanski gets it too with Coach of the Year by one vote over Ryan's. One vote. Yeah, he had. So, so those enormous tickets on Ryan's too, you almost got there. Well, Stefanski paid well too, but remember, Stefanski was like a 2,000 favorite. Uh, right, right, with like two weeks to go in and the season. I even tweeted after, and it was still available at DraftKings, when Ryan's went into Indy and they won that game, I said, this guy can't be 8-1 to one to win the award. He can't be. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to the playoffs now, and, and they could win the division, which Jacksonville lost the next day. So if that one would have been flipped, they tied, by the way. They ex- Both guys had 165 points. When it comes up and you add and you do all the multiplying with the votes, first place vote is worth five points, et cetera. But because he had one more first place vote, that's the tiebreaker. He wins the award. That I did not. I had zero dollars on Stefanski, so that was a pretty heavy swing, not in my favor last night. Mm-hmm. And uh, if Ryan's won, it would have been an incredible night. It still got there with Will Anderson for me. Yep. The, the Flacco thing is just pure nonsense. What was the best you did on Will Anderson? Forty to one. What? Yeah. Oh wow! Incredible. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Twenty-five to oh, one. Twenty-five. Okay. Twenty-five to one on no, Will still. Anderson late, but that was when Carter was minus twenty thousand, and all these guys were right. That's... Twenty-five to one all the way. Yeah. To, like Kobe Turner was hundred and fifty to one minimum, and he almost won the award. Yeah, the last couple years, this has been astonishing in terms of what Doug Kazarian again said about a fake market. You don't know what these guys are going to do. It's a vote. Yeah. You can't get inside their heads. You never know. Dayball, 
last year, Sirianni, a $4 favorite with a month left, wasn't even a finalist. Tom Thibodeau, 25 to 1 in February. He wins coach of the year. What happened here with the awards? I mean, it's, it reminds me of college. Like, you, I could write a paper on, on something in college in a class, and I could give it to 10 professors. The grades might be oh, all over the place. Sure, you sure. have no idea. I had a, so with this, I mean, look at how this broke. Because you, you mentioned the NFL.com article, and they had Flacco third with only five first-place votes, mm-hmm. yet he wins. So the Browns won Coach of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, and Assistant Coach of the Year. Correct. Four, four awards go to one team, and they were bounced in the first round. Does that seem a little odd? Well, no, that was they, what they had to deal with, too. I mean, you lose Chubb, you lose Watson. DTR couldn't play. He also got hurt. Walker couldn't play. It and was guess, a great coaching job. I would have given it to Ryans. I have, but I they, mean, and it was a tough call, too. I mean, think the Browns' win total was 9.5. Again, the injuries. Huh? Both guys did incredible jobs this year. The Houston Texans were basically the laughing stock of the league. Yes. For three consecutive years, they, they couldn't win football games. Look what the win total was. I understand. Yeah. The, the guy, Ryan's the, had a great case. He's out there on the sidelines bringing over one of his uh, secondary players, and he's like, okay, look, here's the, the video that popped. Remember that? Here's what's going to happen on the next right. play. Here's what I want you to do. INT by the same player. That's right. That, that's not great coaching. I'm I, Stefanski again, but, I mean, he, here's why also, Paulie, it's tricky. Travis Etienne got a third-place vote for Offensive Player of the Year. We're wagering on this stuff. Yeah. It didn't have an impact last night, but are you serious? Right. And how do you leave Hamlin off your ballots entirely? No kidding. I know. Up next, uh, Billy Walters, the best sports better of all time. He thinks the line in the Super Bowl is off by four points. Find out which team he claimed to be betting on next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Big time offer here from DraftKings. Never been a better time to have skin in the game. A VEASAN exclusive offer for new DraftKings customers. Earn a $500 bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet up to $2,500. Do it now. Don't wait. Download the app. Use code VEASAN. Code VEASAN when you sign up and earn a $500 bonus bet for every 1000 you bet now at DraftKings. Incredible offer as VEASAN Super Week continues. David Purdom covers gambling for ESPN. He's staying on the strip this week. Kind enough to wake up uh, with us early on the Friday before the Super Bowl. David, good morning. Thanks for the time. How are you? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me. Overall, your thoughts on uh, so far this week, Las Vegas as a host city for the Super Bowl and uh, the fact that it's going to be in the rotation moving forward. It's certainly something that I wouldn't have uh, thought would happen, you know, even a decade ago uh, when the NFL uh, was completely against. Las Vegas because of the association of sports betting. Uh, um, I think there's a long list of things that they would not do, including uh, having uh, allow players to have an arm wrestling contest uh, in one of the nightclubs at a casino. Tony Romo's uh, fantasy football convention uh, had to be canceled. Um, And then they still told the the Las Vegas uh, Tourism Authority that they wouldn't even consider uh, having a pro or an exhibition game here because of the sports betting market. And here we are a few years later after that uh, with the Super Bowl here. So it's been quite the turnaround. We referenced the article you had earlier in the week, and it was so good. You can check it out and follow, you follow, follow him on Twitter at David Perdom and also ESPN.com. The, the what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas iconic ad was all by accident how this came about. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they they tried to launch that in the 2003 Super Bowl right after a 2002 season, uh, the 2003 Super Bowl. They were going to plan to launch that campaign, and the NFL said nope. And the campaign, it, it barely shows any kind of casino. It has some lights, no gambling in it, no slot machines, no craps tables, nothing in there, roaring sports books. The NFL said nope. Las Vegas stands for gambling, and we're not going to do it. Well, it turns out that that ad became the ad that the NFL wouldn't run, and that generated a ton of publicity, and it kind of launched that campaign and took it to where it became such an iconic thing. Yep, yep, well well done. And the mayor, Oscar Goodman, on in an hour, uh, he was going to sue the NFL for what happened. We'll get his thoughts on that coming up in an hour. You had an interesting uh, take uh, about what the future could be with N- NFL maybe being involved. What do you think could happen in the next five to ten years with the NFL and betting? Uh, I think this is probably more like 10 to 15 years down the road, but it would not surprise me if you see the NFL or other sports figure a way to kind of cut out the middleman a little bit and become the actual sports book. I think the betting exchange platform or uh, would be kind of a good uh, system for them because they wouldn't necessarily have a stake uh, in the outcome of the bets. They would just kind of take a commission uh, off the overall action on it. And it just might be a way for them, like I said, they're, you know, to kind of cut out the middleman. Uh, these billion-dollar businesses, entities, they're never – If we still have, David, how would you envision that happening? Could it be something like NFL.com, the NFL app would be like its own sports book, and that's where the trades – we're going to call them back. Okay, all right. 
little dicey here this morning um, with David Purdom from ESPN. What are your thoughts on that? Is that how it would look to you? Interesting, yeah. yeah. 10 to 15 years down the road, yeah. That is very popular. I mean, it goes back to Matchbook. It was Matchbook yep. you had that. Right. Uh, that was around for many it, years. You know, it also goes into something we brought up yesterday. There should be a massive sports book at Allegiant Stadium anyway. Mm-hmm. And in other stadiums, like last year it was in Glendale. Well, there's legal sports betting in Arizona. Have a sports book right there at the stadium. Oh, good point. That, uh, that blew my mind last year because right by... You, you had sports books everywhere, all over the right? place. Was downtown. it an MGM one? Some there was, there was MGM, one right there was by Caesars, the uh, yeah. right by the baseball field. Yep. that was right there, and while we were going into media row. So yep. I think we have David Purdom back. Uh, David, I was saying that uh, based on what you were talking about with the NFL maybe taking over there, would that be just like in a, the NFL app, the website, the dot com, where it's just like okay, now they're going to handle everything. Go there, go there and bet, and they'll handle everything from there. Yeah, I think they would probably brand it a little bit, so maybe they had some sort of uh, degree of separation. This is all speculation and on my part, but just kind of seeing things, how it might turn out like that. Uh, The NFL is always going to be very protective how they brand it and, and, you know, go from there. I I don't know, but uh, I I would think that they certainly have looked at that kind of opportunity. Your article also earlier this week about the big bets and intriguing bets made the last week and a half. What are some that stand out and surprise you thus far? Well, the six-figure bet on the coin flip was pretty crazy. <laughs> yes, guys, six yeah. figures on the, on tails. Yeah, uh, that that was pretty remarkable. Uh, somebody had a pretty big bet on Chase Young uh, to win MVP at pretty big odds. Uh, so there's always those kinds. I think uh, there's one somebody bet uh, I think it was a hundred bucks on, on Kansas City to finish exactly two two points in the Super Bowl. Those always little fun little things that come out around this time. You well, also, we, we know this, by the way, every year people are going to make big bets on heads or tails for some reason, but to do it 10 days before the game, David, it's like, uh, what? Uh, six figures. I, don't, I mean, there hasn't been many six-figure bets on the coin flip that I can remember. Yeah, oh. no kidding. Yeah, absolutely. Now, how about this? You had this, and we referenced it earlier in the show. At Caesars, more bets on Kelsey anytime touchdown than on 49ers money line. How bad are we talking? Because Mike Palm told us yesterday here at Circa, oh, if Kelsey wins MVP, what if Kelsey has a big game? How bad this could be? Oh, it, it would be definitely bad. And it's been like that on Kelsey for the last couple of years, not just after the Taylor Swift that kind of entered his life, but he has been an extremely popular bet uh, for all anytime touchdowns, over receiving yards, over passing touchdowns, all those things. Betters love to gravitate to, to Kelsey. Uh, you know, when I talked to the Caesar Craig Mucklow, Craig Mucklow over there, uh, he was like, anytime Kelsey has a good game, it's a bad day for the book. Yeah. What'd you make of Billy Walter sharing his best bet on the game? He said that, and he he was telling the media yesterday around Radio Row that he thinks the number is off by four points. He likes the Chiefs in the game. Yeah, I got to sit down with Billy for a while, and he he broke down. He you know, he thinks that the Chiefs have an advantage. Obviously, a quarterback. He thinks they have an advantage on the overall coaching staff, defense, um, and kicker. He 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 was very adamant to the in a close game. He thought kickers. Uh, were more important than maybe they were in in other games. And so uh, the four-point edge, you know, he thinks he had Kansas City by maybe two, and uh, we're looking at San Francisco too. But that four points, right, two, one, zero, two, one, th- those numbers aren't real key. So while it's a four-point uh, swing in his line, 
Now, the edge he estimates he has is only 6% on that, and he's going to make what he's called a small bet, which is about a half a million dollars to a million dollars. He's going to take the Chiefs. Did Billy mention what kind of year he had in the NFL? Typically, you know, he's the best sports better of all time. Typically, he wins, but did he mention at all how 2023 went for him? No, he didn't talk about his record as much. You know, he says he's he's not into it as much as he used to be. He doesn't have the network of outs that he used to and the network of runners for him. Uh, so he, he didn't mention much of that. We talked a little bit about uh, what it would take to move the point spread and, and what how it has happened before. And uh, he took the reference that Saints-Colts game that he made his biggest bet uh, ever on the Super Bowl. It ended up being like $6 million and he took the Saints. He had that line at Pickham, and he said he ended up getting like five, six, or seven uh, plus steps so on the Saints. So uh, that was his biggest bet. Uh, he doesn't think this line is going to move at all. What it would take to move it, he said, it, they just it's not going to happen. Two minutes left, sir. You've had an incredible year. Now that it's all said and done, uh, breaking the Alabama story, and then the comments you see that came, I mean, you, you had it first, but to, to, to try to get down six figures on a college baseball game and the coach involved and the better going to the sports book saying, I have inside information, give me more if you only knew what I knew. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can't, but this is just blows my mind here. Yeah, we're not dealing with the brightest bulbs there. In that little tandem, you have the Alabama coach texting the better hammer do it now he's definitely out <laughs> hurry up though so i can inform the other team and just you know why in the world would you ever do that and then for the better to go in there like you said be so open oh we look with you know if you knew what i do and all this stuff it's just uh it really just makes you shake your head absolutely thanks for getting up early great job uh this week and we'll talk to you soon enjoy the game sounds good guys thank you there Bye-bye. you go David Purdom, ESPN, Chalk and ESPN.com. He also has been great on uh, what happened at Pebble Beach with the grading and what happened there with the uh, calling it quits and no fourth round with what sportsbooks decided to do there. Uh, he's mm-hmm. been all over that as well. Uh, Darren Ravel, get in price, Super Bowl, $8,000, and it's not going to go down. Oh, boy. You know, I listen, KC fans are great, and they always come here, travel well, but you talk about San Francisco fans and – yeah, they don't care what the money is, how much it costs. No, they do not. I mean, $8,000 get in price now Sunday. Again, think about that area, Paulie. It's been written about for a decade plus. The billionaires were pushing out the millionaires. And just like what real estate costs up there, for example. I mean, it's insane how much money there is in the Bay Area. Up next, Adam Chernoff will make his final appearance of the football season. He's awesome on the NFL. We'll get his best analysis on the game, and he has a ton of player props to kick around as well. That's coming up here as V-CIN Super Week continues live from Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Never been a better time to have skin in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, they have an exclusive offer. VSIN exclusive for new DraftKings customers. Earn a $500 bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet, up to $2,500. Download the app now. Use code VSIN when you sign up. Earn the $500 bonus every $1,000 you bet now at DraftKings. VSIN Super Week continues. Gilles Gallant joins the program now. Action Network, his uh, show that he does. On YouTube is called The Touchdown Show. Does a great job with the anytime touchdown bets. Jill, good morning. Thanks for the time today. Did you have a piece of uh, McCaffrey to win Offensive Player of the Year before the season started? 
Yeah, Mitch and Polly, thank you for having me. Uh, so before the year started, I would uh, write, uh, I would contribute, I, I believe, uh, to the New York Post where I would give out my favorite futures bets. You know, some of them didn't pay off, but Christian McCaffrey, Offensive Player of the Year, was one of them, and it was at 16 to 1. So I was very happy with the news last night. Give me a little bit of extra winnings coming into the Super Bowl. All right, good job out of you. Uh, so he scores touchdowns a lot, and in a lot of games that he plays, obviously, that's happened pretty much you know, most of his career, especially since he came over to the 49ers in that trade last mm-hmm. year from the Panthers. How do you want to attack uh, the McCaffrey numbers? Because he is like a minus 225, minus 250 in that range to score any time yeah. in this game. Yeah, and, and Mitch, it, it's tough, right? Because it's it's tough to pitch laying two units to win one. And even in a touchdown prop with as, as safe as Christian McCaffrey has been, mm-hmm. But I think the better approach would be to just take him for a first half touchdown instead, where it's around plus 125 to plus 140, and you're getting a little bit more better value because when you look through the way that he has played this season, first half touchdowns are just coming in. So let's just talk about how he's played in the playoffs. So four touchdowns in the two playoff games. But the thing that's really been why I'm really excited about this bet specifically for the first half is that he's not really coming off the field anymore. So generally running back ones play anywhere between 60 to 70% of snaps. Well, McCaffrey has been playing over 90% of snaps pretty much since the stretch run of the season, but also in both playoff games. But both playoff games, along with the regular season, Christian McCaffrey's played 18 games. He's scored in 15 of them. In those 15 games, he has a first-half touchdown in 13 of them. So in 86 per game, 86% of games that he has scored, he has scored in the first half. And the Niners, they're also pretty strong coming out uh, in games. Uh, opening drive of the game, they've scored in 10 of 19 games. They've also scored the first touchdown in 13 of 19 games. They're a first-half offense. is top five in points per game. I think I would rather just bank on Christian McCaffrey to score in the first half at plus 140 instead of laying minus 200 and uh, hoping that maybe it comes in the second half. Okay, and we're getting carried away with the Kelsey stuff. So popular. Uh, You don't want to lay some of these prices. What do you want to do with Kelsey? Yeah, with Kelsey, I think... I do think there's still a little bit of value left on the Super Bowl MVP side, but I will say with Kelsey or somebody like Debo Samuel, for example, mm-hmm. you, I think the better approach, if you were going to be betting like their MVP odds, for example, you wanted to do that during the conference championship when that you could see odds as high as like 80 to one for Kelsey, 35 to one or 60 to one rather for Samuel. Now you're seeing closer to about 17 to one and, and uh, 25 to one, which still isn't bad. But I think for Travis Kelsey from a t- touchdown score perspective. I think you want to bet his first Chiefs touchdown. That's around plus 330. Now I took this exact bet last year in the Super Bowl against the Eagles. It was also plus 330. It paid off by the second quarter. I mean, Kelsey obviously the the narrative and the the Taylor Swift side and everything else, that's obviously it could get a little uh, nauseating at mm-hmm. times when we're just trying to think about football, but also at the same time Kelsey just has a playoff pedigree, 17 touchdowns in the last 15 playoff games. He has scored the first Chiefs touchdown in five of their last seven playoff games. And the Niners defense is pretty strong, but they haven't really played a ton of good tight ends. You look at the good tight ends that they've played this year, like a Sam Laporta, TJ Hawkinson, uh, Trey McBride. They all had nine to 10 catches on this defense, hundreds of yards. Uh, Even the Bills and the Ravens, very strong defenses. A lot of people were telling us, you know, we should fade Kelsey in this spot. These are stronger defenses. Well, 
they'd only allowed six touchdowns combined to tight ends all year. He scored three touchdowns against both of those defenses, and they were the first Chiefs touchdown in both games. So when it comes to the first touchdown score prop, especially as I just alluded to with Christian McCaffrey and how efficient this Niners offense has been, I want a little bit of insurance if I'm betting a Kelsey touchdown. So I would rather play first Chiefs touchdown instead of first touchdown of the game. Follow the money here on VEASAN as VEASAN Super Week continues. Yul Gallant, our guest, he's on X at GDog5000. He's with Action Network with the touchdown show as well. Paul, he made a case earlier. He bet the no on Brandon Ayuk to score a touchdown, so nothing on him. He laid minus 160, and that's one way to look at it. Another one is for Debo to have a positive game here. I bet him on the MVP uh, two weeks ago at a number that was around 60-1. to I think you have the same bet on him as well, and do you like him to score in this game as a result? Well, nice grab by you on getting Debo. And uh, yeah, I think with Ayuk, it's a little tricky too because he's going to see a lot of coverage from McDuffie and and Legereus Sneed. But the thing is about him is that he just crushes man coverage this year and the Chiefs play man coverage at a top five rate. So uh, I'll be rooting for you, Polly, but man, it's going to be a tough one. So uh, with Debo though, Debo is the guy that you want in this game for an anytime touchdown. It's around plus 160 still. Uh, Because of that gadget player, like the, the He's just a weapon for the Niners. 13 touchdowns this year, eight receiving, five rushing. Coming into that Lions game, a lot of injury concern of whether or not he was even going to be able to play fully. He closed at plus 125 to score a touchdown despite not scoring and despite the injury concern. And I bring that up because I track the anytime touchdown odds for pretty much every player in the NFL. So for historical odds context, Debo hasn't been above plus 160 for an anytime touchdown since week one against the Steelers. He was around plus 190. So I feel like with Debo getting two weeks to get healthy, you know, uh, Shanahan being able to uh, scheme up some different ways to use him. This is my favorite Niners anytime touchdown bet. All right. Uh, How about the the kickers now? And much has been made about the kickers. I'm confident my bets are there's going to be a missed kick. We know about the issues Moody has had. What do you want to do with uh, with the kicking props? Holly, we're aligned, man. I'm on the kicker to miss a field goal as well. I grabbed it around plus 115. I mean, Jake Moody is. Look, he's a rookie kicker and he's playing the biggest game of his life, Uh, you know, and he missed a field goal in both playoff games so far. He was also when you look at the range between 40 and 49 yards, he was five of nine this year. So I think there's definitely a chance for him to miss a field goal. I think if we're taking this prop, we're probably leaning to Moody being the one to do it. But at the same time, I like having the insurance of having both kickers because while Harrison Bucker has been a bit more reliable. It is still worth noting. He missed a field goal in last year's Super Bowl. And this Chiefs defense, a lot has been made as well about the second half total in this game, around 23 and a half. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are going to be gravitating towards the under because it has gone 18 and two to the under uh, in the second half in Chiefs games this year because they only average around you know, seven and a half points in the second half. They also are first in opponent points per game in the second half around 6.5. So I think they're going to probably be less touchdowns from the chiefs perspective in the second half. Butker could probably be put in a position where he'll have to make a few kicks. And and now you're seeing the total around 47 and a half. Again, I'm going to anticipate a lot more field goal attempts in the second half and what I expect to be a close game. And I'm going to bank that one of them misses it. All right, now what do you want to do with, this is very creative, or unique at least, what do you want to do with coaches' challenges props? Yeah, Paulie, I think we have to go with Andy Reid and the Chiefs to have the first coaches' challenge. So over the last three years, that's around minus 105, by the way, it's minus 105 on either side, but I actually think it should be closer to about minus 140 on the Chiefs' side because over the last three years, 
Andy Reid is around 0.28 challenges per game, while Kyle Shanahan is around 0.2 challenges per game. Now you hear that, you hear that, and you kind of wonder, okay, what, what what's really the status here? But just based on implied probability and overall history, that means that Reid should be closer to an implied probability around minus 140. And last year in the Super Bowl, Andy Reid was the only coach to call for a challenge. So uh, I like Andy Reid and the Chiefs to go for a challenge here, but I also think that if you really want to DJ. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You could go look for over one and a half coaches challenges around plus 240. And mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't put big money on this angle. But again, I, I'm thinking that right now, especially in the games that Shanahan called challenges, we've seen other coaches call challenges in those games. Same thing with Andy Reid. I, I just think it's a fun way to escalate this prop, maybe a ladder a coaches challenge if you're looking for something a little more degen. All right. Very good stuff. Who do you like to win the game, by the way, Jill? Yeah, this one's tough. I I mean, I've flipped both sides. I feel like right now I could make cases for both teams, which is great for a Super Bowl matchup. But if I had to pick, I'm going to go with Kansas City Chiefs, 27 to 24. Follow him on X, creative handle, at GDog5000. Does a great job with the touchdown show all year long for Action Network. Uh, Great analysis, man. Thanks so much for the time. Best of luck on Sunday, okay? Yeah, thanks a lot, Mitch. Thanks a lot, Polly. Thanks for having me on this season. Look, you got good it. luck to you. Yep, back you at too. you and enjoy the game. Um, he's on Atlantic time, by the way. He's four hours ahead of us. All right, good how observation. You, how about Have watching it. sports in the Atlantic time zone? Oh, okay. So the Super Bowl starts oh. at 7.30 his time? Hey. <laughs> I'd rather do Hawaii. Yeah, well, yeah. It'll be all in with the Hawaii, with that time. We start twelve thirty in Hawaii, yeah, probably something yeah. like that. Or in general, we get up six seven a.m. for the what, NFL. What do people do in Hawaii when the game's over? With game's over at three thirty, <laughs> four, four o'clock. Tasty waves. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, we're gonna close the week strong. Former mayor of Las Vegas, Oscar Goodman's gonna join the show. David Stern once told him, "Over my dead body, with Las Vegas getting an NBA team." Well, he's no longer around. NBA teams right around the corner, and the Super Bowl is actually being played here in Las Vegas on Sunday. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. (laughs) 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Put the experts to work for you. Start betting smarter with a VSIN Pro subscription. Use code FTM. Get our, your first year for $199. Every pick, every host, every guest, the betting splits, the betting systems, the dog videos, the Super Bowl betting guide, best bets and props from everyone. Code FTM, vcin.com slash subscribe. Close, strong. Yeah, been a great week here. VSIN Super Week. I am the president of the Oscar Goodman Fan Club, and the former mayor of this great city joins the program now. Good morning, sir. How are you? I am great today. I'm really looking forward to the entire weekend here and you got me off to an early start, too early. I was so excited about being on the show that I haven't slept all night. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> um, that's typically how it goes when you have to wake up this early. I want you to go back for our audience a good 20 years when you were the mayor of this city and explain you know, the odds of us getting a Super Bowl or a team back at that point because th- that memo came out, uh, Oscar, the week of the Super Bowl, like in the early 2000s, if you're, if you're showing the Super Bowl on a TV bigger than 55 inches and charging, you got to shut it down. You, and they wouldn't accept uh, advertising dollars. You wanted to sue the league. No, it was the most ridiculous thing that I've ever seen in my life. I think it was in 2003, if I'm not mistaken, where uh, it may have been 2000. I was the, uh, the mayor then and the chairman of the convention authority, and we wanted to place a, a great ad. I mean, it was an ad that was beautiful. It had a lovely lady. It had a nice, uh, like a Cadillac or Rolls Royce, beautiful hotel. And uh, we submitted it with, uh, uh, we said we were going to pay, I think, uh, $25,000 for 15 seconds during halftime. Uh, I, I, I get word back that they're not going to take our ad at all. And they don't want us to use the word Super Bowl. They wanted to call it the big game. And I'm saying these guys are nuts. Uh, So I went on TV, I went on all the cables, and I talked about how crazy they were. Tagliabue was uh, insane for turning it down. And they tell me that with all my speeches, uh, they they showed the ad. Uh, Not the the NFL, but the stations. So we got about $25 million worth of free publicity, didn't have to pay for it. And since that time, it's been a little tepid between – the NFL and myself, but uh, of course, it's a whole different ball game now. And now they're uh, they came they're our partner. It's the most amazing thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of the uh, the, the, the 180 here and the hypocrisy after what, what I was think said? I, that's all it is. It's hypocrisy. Yeah. They're the most dysfunctional players in the world at that time, and they're saying that, that Las Vegas is Sun uh, Sin City. I, I called it Sun City. Absolutely. Why? Why would? Why would you? Your original idea, right? Didn't you want to bring Monday Night Football here? Yeah, I did. I wanted to have it on like ESPN, uh-huh. and I thought it would it'd be giant. But this is better. It's better to have the Raiders and have a team that we could root for all the time, and then uh, having the Super Bowl. And that really bugs me. After all that work, all that fight, that that uh, people are still calling it the big game. Uh, that they they should be uh, spanked. 
for doing that. It's the Super Bowl. Yes. The whole world knows it's a Super Bowl, and it's in the greatest city in the world, Las Vegas, Nevada. It's just uh, unbelievable the way times change, and sometimes people don't. But uh, that's why I, I love talking to you guys, because... You get up in the morning and uh, you have a purpose. Most people are wandering around here uh, still trying to get their parlays down. They don't even know what a parlay is. Do you, uh, do you get ticked off when people mention that it was our fault somehow what happened All-Star Weekend in 07? Well, you know, they're, they're just stupid. Oh, that's so stupid. Um, you know, I had to fight. With, I guess I fought with everybody. Uh, I uh, I had to fight with uh, the old curmudgeon David Stern mm-hmm. about the uh, the All Star game and uh, uh, the, telling him that we should have an NBA franchise here. And I followed him all over the world. Actually, uh, we went over to NBA, NBA Euro, and uh, I was actually uh, booking some bets over there and had my showgirls <laughs> and uh, had my Bombay Sapphire, and he's yep. sitting right behind me. And um, uh, I, I finally nipped at him enough that. He calls. He says, "Can you sit down?" I said, "I'll talk to anybody, Commissioner." And uh, he uh, came into my office and uh, he said, "You win." I said, "What did I win?" He said, uh, "If the owners of the hotels agree to have a, the game here, we'll have it in Las Vegas." Which was the first and only time that a non-franchise city uh, had the All-Star Game. Uh, but it was. It, it couldn't have been worse timing. It was. About this time of year, it was President Day's weekend. It was the Chinese New Year. Mm-hmm. They had the magic show here. It was brutal. Uh, I think every hooker in uh, Los Angeles came up here to uh, apply their trade. And uh, some of the gangbangers came into town, mm-hmm. didn't pay their tips, didn't uh, uh, tug people. And uh, um, on Monday after the game, you know, uh, uh, the owners called up. They said, we made a big mistake. We should have never let it happen. And uh, Stern called, and he said, you're not going to get a team here. And I said, Commissioner, wait a second. This is a aberration. When mm-hmm. you have a team, you have all those games. Uh, that kind of conduct doesn't take place here. And uh, it took years for us to convince them elsewise. And interestingly, uh, just over this weekend, because Adam Silver became a friend of my wife's and uh, – uh, he uh, he actually wrote us a very 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 nice text uh, congratulating us to getting to this point and there was sort of a a, a wink in his eye you could just see it uh, uh, and uh, it's coming it's just a question as to how soon yeah that's yep. exactly right so you were told by him over his dead body to get an NBA franchise yeah well what he said was this he said. Uh, I won't allow a, a, a franchise. It happened over my dead body. And I said, you know, because I had just uh, left my law practice, I said, you, you know, uh, Commissioner, what I did about a month ago, I represented uh, some pretty tough guys, and I think I could arrange that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. One of them, Spolatro. Were you afraid of him? Was I? No, we were friends. Tony, uh, Tony needed me. I, uh, you know, the FBI was screaming and yelling that he yes. killed twenty-seven people. And I said, "Well," and they called me the Prince of Darkness because I represented him. I said, yeah. "You guys are monkeys. You are real, real jerks. You're calling me names. Here's <laughs> a guy you say killed twenty-seven people. He never spent a day in jail. Yeah. Now who's the jerk? Yeah. Well done. No Absolutely. such thing. No, no such thing as the mob ever out here, right? Say it again. The mob never existed out here in Las Vegas, correct? What mob? Yes. And that's what I thought. Are you are you surprised what turned up at Lake Mead with when the water levels went down? 
I was surprised that it didn't have its uh, legs, uh, uh, that it still had its legs on. Yeah, I could see that. You uh-huh. know, when, when, they found, when they found Johnny Roselli in the uh, Miami or Biscayne Bay down there, uh, uh, he was uh, one of the mobs, uh, representatives uh, uh, to Las Vegas from Chicago. And several years later, after the Bay of Pigs, he, they found him in a barrel down there. And his body was so big, they had to, uh, to chop his legs off. Good recall. Uh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, these, how how these, about, can you tell people that I can get stories like this on a regular basis at your restaurant across the street? Uh, when I'm down there, I tell stories all the time. And uh, uh, we have the uh, dinner series every six weeks down there. I believe the next one is March 13th. Uh, once they put that up on the board, uh, the people start calling it. It's, it's just a great night because a lot of old timers, they, they're coming in from all over the country now. Some people come in from all over the world just to hear the stories, but the food is outstanding, and uh, the, the the drinks don't stop, and it's it's uh, reasonable uh, as far as the costs are concerned, and it's just a, a great way to spend the evening down at Oscars at Steakhouse at the Plaza. If you were on a desert island, what would you take with you? Oh, you got that old story that I told the school children. Well, I... Uh, I would take my bottle of Bombay Sapphire gin, and oh my God, the public went nuts. The mayor's telling uh, uh, children to drink gin. Yeah. And uh, the next day, I went to a, a fundraiser, uh, I think, uh, for uh, some uh, children's event, and uh, a, a waitress comes up to me and she says, Boy, oh boy, that was a good answer, uh, Mayor, uh, because if they asked my husband what he would bring, he would say porn. So your answer was better. Okay. By, by the way, uh, what Paulie was talking about, when you do your um, meetings over at the Plaza Storytelling Time, I once saw you with Jack Sheehan at the Mob Museum here in Las oh, Vegas talk yeah. about Jimmy Chagra. And I know Jack's been working to make this into a movie. The Jimmy Chagra story is all-timer. It would blow people's minds. You were mm. a part of that as well. So that's what the storytelling is so good. And then get at the Plaza like every six weeks. Also, very good cheeseburger. Uh, very, nice, very nice of you. I'll tell you. I believe that uh, if they, well, I hope that Jack gets his document. He's Same. working yes. so yep. hard. He's such a good guy. I hope he gets that uh, sold. He says he's very close. But the truth of the matter is, I, I don't think he does justice. I think it should be a full-length motion picture. That The Chagra story is a combination of uh, casino. It's, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, the the fellow down in Miami, Scarface. Yeah, I mean it's just yep. unbelievable. It, it, it will be a movie someday. It's just it's too good of a, a true story not to be. You're awesome, Mayor. Thank uh, thank you so much for the time. We appreciate that. Okay, take care. And it's great talking to you. Girls next, the numbers game live from Radio Row. Good luck on Sunday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.